Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Fantastic True Achievements podcast. I've given it an adjective to describe it, <laughs> uh, which is unusual, but it is fantastic, isn't it? I've got to agree with that. Um, I'm joined today by Jack and Dave. How are you, Jack? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. Dave, you cool? Lively buzzing? on a Friday. Yes, buzzing. How are you? Buzzing, excellent. Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Excited, actually, because I have been playing something that we didn't even know existed until about 20 hours ago, <laughs> which was um, New Co-Brasters Rally Game Dirt 4, the spiritual, well, the actual successor to Dirt 3, which I think came out in 2011, so it's been a long time coming. Obviously, um, Dirt Rally uh, came out very, very recently. Was that, what was that, beginning of last year? Yeah, it was last year. It came out the year before on the PC, I think. Okay, well, yeah, so it has been a while. Because I was thinking when I was there yesterday that, at the event that um, it hadn't been that long. But um, talking to the guys there, they've been working on it for, for a reasonable amount of time. Um, and it brings some new things to the to the franchise, which they haven't had before. I guess key things are the new normal mode. So there's like a normal and a simulator mode. Because one of the big criticisms of the Dirt games previously, especially Dirt Rally, was that it's difficulty um is is pretty stiff yeah. for those that aren't um very very natural racers or very experienced in the racing genre um so they have made a not what they just called normal mode which is the default um and that has a load of assists turned on so um it should make the the driving experience a little bit a little bit easier for those that are coming to the to the game for the first time I was using that mode yesterday and I I found myself coming off the track or, or the, the stage very rarely, uh, which is unusual because I remember the first time I played Dirt Rally, I was off the side of a mountain <laughs> more than I was actually on the road. <laughs> uh, it was uh, proper off-roading. Whereas um, yesterday, uh, there were a few times when I came off, but that was me not listening properly to the to the co-pilot who, I mean, that seems to be, be the key to this game. You can't, I was trying to play it while talking to someone and as soon as you... You stop listening to the co-pilot, you're you're doomed. Right. Um, so I played it on both controller and um, on the wheel and pedal set. Uh, both were were excellent. Um, the wheel does seem a bit harder because um, flicking the direction to to correct any steering issues or the back end going out is obviously takes longer when you're turning a wheel than just flicking a flicking a controller over. Plus, braking with your feet for some reason is <laughs> it's harder than using just your fingers. I don't know whether it's because it's a natural thing. I expect if you were to play the game in the wheel all the time, you wouldn't have those problems. But for me, I found it easier on the on the pad. Um, the other key innovation for this game is that there is a brand new um, track design mode uh, called My Stage, and it's amazing. It's you, you choose a country. So all the countries have their own um, sort of styles. So obviously you've got the Scandinavian tracks where it's snowy and you've got the like outback Australia stuff where it's really dusty. Um, all the countries have their own uh, sort of grip um, and, and different characteristics. But on my stage, you can choose a country and then you have two sliders. Nice and simple. You have length of stage and you have complexity of stage and you can move them up and down and then you just click generate stage and it builds a perfect um stage for you just based on your settings and you can view this you can view it from above like a map uh, but it's like a 3d map so you can see the um the height changes and the, and whether it's like an uphill or a downhill stage or whether it's generally flat um and if you don't like the look of it you can just click generate another one and it, it's basically an infinite amount of of stages for you and obviously it's not i'm not a massive rally aficionado so i don't know every stage off the you know off the top of my head that that are in the real rally games. Right, yeah. So while it has all of that as well, I, I could literally tell no difference at all between a real rally stage that they've mapped out, um, you know, to within meters of, of reality to the generated ones. They both felt exactly the same to play, which is pretty incredible. And they were really, really excited about that um, facet of the game. I think it's out in June. So we were playing a pretty early build. It said pre-alpha on the build, but um, I didn't see any crashes. Well, uh, computer crashes i crashed <laughs> but, but um, yeah no technical issues at all which is amazing i also had to go at a, a mode called land it's called land rush mm -hmm. and that's in um like caged buggies 
you know, those sort of um, buggies with, with massive wheels and very little car, yeah. but just a, like, <laughs> this is effectively a cage that you sit in on wheels. Um, and that was laps. Uh, and that was awesome. They also emphasised that they've added a lot more rallycross stuff. Um, I know one of the major criticisms of rally games is that you're just, you're not racing against anyone. You're just against the clock, and that can be a bit boring. So rallycross is like um, where multiple drivers race on the same track at the same time against each other, um, and it's generally laps. Uh, and they've beefed up that mode. That was certainly my favourite mode in dirt in dirt rally. So that's cool. That wasn't playable, but the other two modes were, and they were both really really good. So I'm very excited about that game. I think, I think it's out in June. Yes. Thanks to Codemasters for inviting us on, and hopefully we'll get a bit more. Um, we we'll hope to speak to one of the developers um, of the game in the coming weeks and get some more info on that. One question about that mouse stage: Is it every time you create one? Is it a totally new stage that it builds, or is it like a section from? It's totally no. It's totally new. It's like yeah, generated from from nothing. But you, all you all you've set is basically the environment and the length and difficulty. And are you? I limited, mean, it says complexity, which I guess is the same as difficulty. Are you limited to a single environment, or could you pick a couple to so you could go from like snow to kind of um, forest? Not in or? the same stage, okay. as far as I could tell. I mean, yesterday the only thing you could build was the Australia stuff, so it was all dusty. Um, you could specify the weather as well, so you could race in like rain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other cool thing is that you can set challenges. So once you've built your stage and you've raced it and you think, that was actually brilliant, you can then share that share that stage with other people, upload it, and um, race race it with your friends, which is pretty Sounds sweet. Cool. I mean, it's a massive innovation. They were, they were a little bit nervous about, you know, how... how much of a game changer it was so um if you like your driving games i think it will i think it will really appeal it sounds like a bit, a bit like the blueprint system do you know in yeah, yeah, totally. horizon but like one step further on <laughs> yeah yeah because you're setting well blueprint's completely open isn't it you can yeah. set you can set the route and the time and the to- and all sorts of other factors this is a bit i would say it's almost it's narrower but it's it's do it's doing what much more yeah totally because you've not got the open world yeah. there to start with um, so yeah, it was it was really impressive. So we we hope to find more about that. Uh, there's a story gone up, and um, there's a video trailer um, in the story as well. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Uh, we have continued our ID uh, streaming this week. We have moved platform. I'll skip over to the site news just for this. So we've moved our streams from Twitch to Beam mm-hmm. for the first week. Um, for the first time and it's gone pretty well we've had a week of it now uh, the streaming is much snappier there's much less lag uh, which is pretty cool there's been a couple of people saying that they've had lag issues on while watching it on their phone but only a couple um, and i think the same issues existed on twitch as well yeah i've got to say i love the beam interface like having really, spent some time with really it, smooth, it's, so, it? So slick. it's just yeah. for clicking in all the animations it's really subtle but it doesn't it feel like well. you're in a I mean, you, Go to it in in your browser, like on your desktop and something. It doesn't. It feels like you're in an app. It doesn't feel mm. like you're just in a browser. It's very very slick. I've been really impressed with that, and um, we've had no problem. Well, the first day we had a couple of problems with the contest. Us <laughs> 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 not knowing the commands, but yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of bots and stuff you can do. It's been pretty cool, um, and we're gathering a nice following. We're getting a regular group of people in there watching us every day, which is pretty cool. And as usual, we have streamed a vast array of different game types this week. So, Jack, um, let's start with what you played yesterday, because it's freshest in the mind. Yep. Um, Toby and the Secret Mine. Yeah, Toby and the Secret Mine. So it's a little platformer, and the premise of the game is that there's a big person capturing your friends and putting them in cages, and you've got to traverse through the environments and find your friends and just get to the end of the level. A couple of little puzzle elements in there. Overall, it seemed like quite an easy and quite quick game. So I think in the hour I played it for, I got through all but one of the levels. Wow. Mm. So it's not a very long game. Well, I was looking at the level select, but I'm not too sure if it just tack more levels onto the end as I progressed Um, through. There's 21 in total. So 21 in total. So I think I got through the majority of them then. And I collected um, over half of the friends. While I was going okay. through, but it was good, um, fun, really good fun, um, really solid gameplay, and really simple as well. It was literally left and right, A to jump and B to interact with things. And that was it. 
Um, yeah, and it looked visually, it was very limbo esque, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I'd say more like similar. Feast, which was another ID title we played a couple of months ago. Um, but it seems to be a style a lot of games are going for the kind of silhouette in the foreground yeah. and the ambient colours in the background. I think, I think a lot of games have kind of come out, and it's like uh, Limbo's kind of spawned its own little genre. Yeah. yeah. And you can imagine that they've all seen Limbo and thought, do you know what I mean? It's better if there was colour in the background, and then they've all kind of different <laughs> development times, and they're all kind of dripping out now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Inside did a similar thing, didn't it? Obviously, the same developer as Limbo. But, yeah, um, but there was Badland as well. That was very similar, like silhouettes on a coloured background. But I played this last night. And I've, I finished it, I got the thousand. There's a really good guide on, there's two guides on TA. That, there's one that's like a full game walkthrough. Mm-hmm. I didn't use that one. These, and there's one that's just like list the levels and where the friends are in, in that map. So I did that. Okay. Um, I thought it was really good, but there's some really cheap deaths in it. Do you know, like a, a good platformer to me is like, do you know, it'll kind of show you what you need to do and then it's yeah, difficult yeah. and you have to try and work your way through. This though, you'd be walking along and all some some spikes would just pop out the ground and kill you. Well, and it's like yeah. there's no that warning. That is like Limbo. Limbo yeah. did that the first time round. There's just no warning to it. Anything. It's like so, and some of them is just like total. It doesn't give you. I don't know. They just you've got to, you die and then you've got to try to keep. It's just replaying it over and over again. Try to get past certain little yeah. bits. It seems a bit cheap in points, but the bit I found difficult. Um, there are sections in it where they're kind of two wooden posts coming out of the floor and as you're walking along you'll hear some creaking and if yeah. you jump on that section you can drop down to another like subsection of the map and in the first kind of half of the levels that's all fine you can just jump on any of those second half introduces spikes to those so you've got a 50% <laughs> chance of just dying oh, that's or, or 50% chance of falling down and finding something cool but so it's a lot of trial and error yeah, but yeah. Uh, there is an achievement for 100 deaths. That's what yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's one I can I got, I got, happen to <laughs> yeah, I got that about halfway through the game. Yeah, I got 69 wow. playing yesterday. So. so how long were you playing it, Dave, to get the full 1K? Uh, Xbox, uh, 2 hours, 10 minutes. Okay. But I bet uh, we got price on this? In, I'm not totally sure. Okay, we'll look that up. Um, let's move on to the assembly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember this So one. this was the... It's made by a company that make VR games or specialise in VR games. Oh, that's right. Yeah, obviously, yeah. the Xbox doesn't have a VR, so it had some quirky functionality in the controls, but <laughs> the game overall, it was a bit of a... I'd almost say a walking simulator with kind of puzzle aspects to it. Was this the one that was like inside like some kind of facility? Yeah, it was in a facility, yeah. so you were kind of walking around laboratories and um, you start off in, if in, in an office... You go through to a lab and you have to find a sample. And it's kind of an overarching story where there's some conspiracy going on. And you eventually get to trials, which are just kind of big puzzles that you've got to finish. Yeah. So it's either moving some cubes around a map or turning all the lights off on pillars. So it's just yeah, kind so of, puzzles, I, I'd almost say, puzzles interspersed with walking and um, environment searching. This was the one with the. Yeah, there's a lot of interaction. <laughs> yeah, the huge sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of huge sandwiches. <laughs> a lot of interaction with the environment. It's, it's more like a like a. It was almost like the um, non-action sections of Quantum Break, because you had so much to interact with. You had computers, yeah. and you could read through various emails on each. Um, a lot of drawers. Yeah, a lot of drawers to open. <laughs> um, so, how many achievements did we pop? Uh, about six wasn't it something like that a reasonable amount we had had someone in the chat helping us guiding us Um, Mark who wrote the review was helping us out with a few of the missables Um, if you do play the game and you want to get the full achievement list on the way through you will need to use the guides on TA because there are quite a few missables well the missables (laughs) I think there's a level select as well okay so at the end so in that sense you can just go back and tidy them up okay so um Reasonably enjoyable. I wouldn't say it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, the one mechanic I loved about it, um, to save yourself walking, you could hold the left trigger and it projected a character model forward yeah. and you could just hit A to teleport to that place. Yeah, I think that was from the VR functionality, yeah. I'm guessing. Um, okay, the next one was a really interesting one for me, Metrico Plus, mm-hmm. which was almost like, it felt like a, a video game based on a 
GCSE maths lesson or something. <laughs> it was very, there was like X's and Y's and numbers and stuff all all floating around. Um, it was a sort of left to right scrolling game with a very sort of simple aesthetic, but it worked really nicely, didn't it? Really clean, mm-hmm. very simple colours, lots of angular um, objects, like just simple spheres and simple cones and stuff like that to, to traverse. Um, but a puzzle platformer um, where you just had to get from one, one side of the map to the other, but there was lots of interesting puzzles on the way. And they introduced it. I don't know how many levels there were in total, maybe six, eight, but they introduced a new mechanic on each one, uh, which is quite cool. I like it when games do that. Uh, but yeah, this was really enjoyable, quite challenging at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole load of, as well as achievements for beating each level, there's um, a whole load of like, what would you call them? Speedrun challenges where you have to complete the level in under a time. And some of those times looked really tricky. Yeah. But I thought this was really good, really different. I've never played a game like it. I don't know if it's a port from a, from a phone game, possibly. Um, I think there was a Metrico because this is the plus version. So uh, souped up. I think it was There's definitely one on the Vita, I think as well, weren't there? I remember. Okay. That on yeah. Well, as well a little handheld game, I think, uh, but you'd need the controls because yeah, I don't think it would work with just touchscreen because you need you need fairly um, precise controlling of your character and mm. jumping and shooting and all sorts of other things. Uh, but no, I thought it was cool. We got quite a few of these ones as well. You got four out of 17. Well, <laughs> well felt like a lot at the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of effort, some of those puzzles. I know, they really were. And we went back and tried to read was that the, I can't. I, did, I've seen so many things. Street. Was that the one where like you'd jump and that'd move one part of the map and yeah, then walking exactly, one way? Right? Yeah. Like if you were touching the floor and moving right, it might move something upward. But if you yeah, weren't touching of, the floor and you were moving right, it wouldn't move it upward. Sort of braid mechanics in places. Mm. Um but without the time element. It was it was cool. Let's talk about Iron Bread, which has been a game that we first saw at Rezzed probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big... It was quite weird, because Rezzed is quite... felt like quite a serious event. And then in the middle of one of the rooms, <laughs> there was just people dressed as bread and just big like pieces of bread stuck on walls. And it was a bit bizarre. <laughs> it just really stuck out. But that had the biggest queue out of all of... There was like a pretend kitchen that they'd made and just loads of people were queuing up to play it. So it piqued our interest then. We didn't actually play it, but we watched a few people playing it. And um, it's finally come out on Xbox uh, this week. And um, our review's just gone up. But Jack, why don't you tell us what you thought of it? Um, It was very tricky. It took me maybe about... 40 minutes to get the hang of the controls to be honest so now a live stream (laughs) yeah you have the shoulder buttons and the triggers and they independently if you hold one of them it'll lock that corner of the bread to a surface if it's touching it so in order to move you've got to figure out what triggers you need to push or what shoulder buttons and then use the stick to orientate the bread around those points so they act as pivot points so the technique I worked out eventually was to always have two points of contact and then roll it about those two points to stop you kind of skewing or rotating in the other axes as you were moving. Sounds complicated. And what's yeah. the point? Uh, so you play a piece of bread as you roll across <laughs> the map. If you touch things, you become inedible and you've got to try and toast yourself before you become inedible. <laughs> so it's a standard plot that yeah standard plot before. But there are various ways to toast yourself so the first <laughs> level was a kitchen and there was a toaster which for some reason I couldn't get into it just wouldn't I've seen people online do it so it is possible um, I ended up going to the hob and turning that on and then okay. you've got to toast both sides as well <laughs> which um, becomes trickier there was one level where I was toasting myself on an iron and tried to flip over to the other side and fell off the ironing board. Oh, so it was wow. a disaster. But... Bizarre. Okay, so our review has um, spoilers, giving it one it and a was, half out of five. It was. It seemed okay though, but the achievement list is ridiculous. If you're not good at it, you've got to get an A plus plus on every level. Oh, okay. Okay, so it might be one to steer clear of if you mm. are a completionist. Uh, I don't, yeah, it is weird. I like watching you play it. I was like, what on earth? What? Yeah. <laughs> Just bizarre. Okay. Um, 
Towerfall Ascension. This was something we played on Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember it now. It God, was the cult game of Yarrows. Oh, of course it was. Yes. Yeah. So this reminded us of one we played a couple of weeks ago, which was a single screen um, co-op stroke versus mm-hmm. game. Um, Wonder Wars. Wonder Wars, that's it. Yeah. So this one, you had a very limited um, set of arrows. You had uh, various worlds that you had to complete. And each world, you had maybe six, seven, or eight different parts levels to Mm -hmm. that world um all of which had to be completed uh, consecutively uh, with your set amount of lives so we had five lives Mm -hmm. um each and you're on the as i say it's a single single page map single screen map it's almost like an arena isn't it a little yeah it is an arena and this it's almost like there's like pac-man sort of walls around the level yeah and, and you, you have to drop out of one around. side and in the yeah other. exactly very similar to pac-man so you can come off one side and come up come out come in the come in the top come in the opposite side um lots of random oh not randomly spawning enemies lots of spawning enemies but their spawn points were pretty consistent so you could hang around you could see when they're about to spawn and the idea was to clear all of those um, spawned enemies and then you mm-hmm. get onto the next level uh, but some of the enemies were really tough like really tough yeah um, it was okay there were kind of flying enemies and standard enemies just moving across the floor they couldn't shoot anything back at you so the technique for those was just to jump on them yeah it's like a Mario style <laughs> yeah. you can kill enemies by jumping on them because actually shooting them was reasonably tricky even though it had a bit of a homing mm. um, homing missile <laughs> on the arrows uh, they because you only had four, I think. In fact, you only start with three. Um, mm. If you fire those three arrows, and I'm I'm one of the type of people that just hammers the <laughs> shoot button, <laughs> so I would I would try and hit something and fire all three of my arrows. And if I missed, I would I would be um, unarmed until I could go and collect those arrows. Mm-hmm. So actually, it was a lot easier to spend most of the time just jumping around and trying to land on the enemies. Yeah. Um, you could also shoot each other, which was a bit of a pain. So that that also made it less likely for us to use the, the arrows. Yeah, that was frustrating because I'd see an enemy across the map, shoot an arrow and accidentally kill you. Yeah. Um and when you've only got five lives to last the entire sort of six six to eight levels, that made it made it pretty tricky. Oh, what, the good thing was it? if one of us got through a level and the other didn't, uh, you would both respawn at the start of the next. So it gave you an extra life basically. Mm-hmm. Was one of the enemies like a replica of one of the characters? You didn't know which. Oh yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> so yeah, they they'd like make ghosts of you that looks identical to you, and obviously your opponent or your co-op partner is trying to shoot that person. But also, you because there's so many enemies kicking about, you find yourself very focused on your side of the screen. We we, mm-hmm. we came up with a tactic that one of us would stick because of the, the issues with shooting each other. You'd have to split the screen in two effectively one of you deal with one side and one of you deal with the other so you weren't really focused on what the other guy was doing because it was it, as soon as you took your eye off your guy you'd die so when it came around to having these ghost enemies that looked identical to your, op- your opposition you'd have to talk you'd have to say right which one's you and you it was, it was really difficult <laughs> really difficult so i think we finished I think eight we of the nine the, levels or something but we yeah we got to the last the one we got to really annoying boss, didn't we yeah it had like a skull big bad enemy thing floating skull that fired bullets and lasers and that all sorts proved of to be too tricky yeah we couldn't we couldn't yeah. beat that one um, but i think given another 10 minutes we'd have we'd have got through that but it's worth noting that was only the normal mode there is oh, a yeah, hardcore and a legendary legendary above that yeah. yeah and it was pretty tough well the early levels were, were relatively straightforward but it did get harder we did we you know we certainly had to redo quite a few of them um quite enjoyable not amazing. Certainly, I wouldn't think it was a solo game. You'd need someone to play with no. or against. I think it was couch co-op only as well, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, there's no online. Yeah, no. and some of the achievements are a bit mental. Like, there's play 5,000 versus matches. I oh, don't yeah. think it has that replayability factor. No, I think you'd struggle to do 50, let alone 5,000. <laughs> That's a crazy achievement. I imagine they'll... Just the. I, I don't know if you could just. Start, well, they've got one for one thousand as well. So yeah. If they well, just into like one hundred and two hundred and fifty, I think that'd be reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. We'll have words. Um, but yeah, I think you can adjust the number of deaths required to finish a round. So you could just stick it to one. I mean, stick you could it to boost one and that, just keep hammering the button. Yeah. How long would it take? You to don't boost? want to boost something like that. Though. You want to <laughs> just get it naturally while you're playing, don't you? 
I don't think the game's got enough replayability for 5,000 games. No. Well, the thing we found confusing as well, there's only versus and co-op on the menu. Yeah, there was the, no single player. The single player, you just pick co-op and put it on one person. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, mm. strange. Okay, so that's it for new games that we've been playing, but it is GTA SC uh, continues, and we're still in. So we have been playing games for some score, uh, as well as fun, I'm sure. Um, Dave, you've been silent throughout the last 20 minutes of talking. <laughs> what have you been playing apart from Toby and the Secret Mine? Well, on Saturday, is it Sunday it finishes the period, doesn't yeah. it? So Saturday night we were dangling <laughs> around the, <laughs> the elimination point. What so, you normally do on a Saturday night. <laughs> me and Jack ended up pretty much pulling it an all-nighter. Um, <laughs> I played... Five. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I played uh, Madden NFL 06, which is, if you... You can play, you have to play one real game and you can adjust the sliders to pretty much cheat everything in. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's just one, uh, so annoying, there's one last achievement you need, which is for playing 30 years of franchise modes, which is like 30 seasons. So I sat here doing that, and for some reason, my 360 in this room has uh, issues where it randomly drops offline. So the big one at the end, the 400 game score on it had actually gone offline oh, <laughs> as it popped. <laughs> so I was a bit oh. gutted. Yeah, it's, it's, it, you can get the rest of the 600 in probably 20 minutes or something. It's one game, really easy. But then that big one, uh, you epic don't have fail. You're good at American football games too. Um, no, you don't even have to understand. Oh, you just you just the slider, so you cheat all the rules and just like stand wherever you want and do whatever you need to do, really. Mm. Um, so <laughs> after that you've played the 10 year more recent version of Madden of NFL <laughs> yeah so I, the reason I, look, I looked at the Madden series is that I've been every, it's, on, it's on Sky TV here on a Sunday night like the proper NFL and I've been watching some of the matches on that just sat on the set the football finishes uh, the, like the soccer and then after I've, had a, after I've had a few beers and I can't be bothered moving <laughs> and that's like on next so so I've been kind of watching it so I've got quite into American football at the minute so that's why I looked at the Madden series that's why I saw there was an easy game and then yeah on EA Access I'm not paying full price for one so on EA Access it's free Madden NFL 16 so thought I'd have to give that a go last night there's a the first achievement I part was like a hundred gamer score I don't know why and it was it was rare, I think, but it was just for doing the tutorial. It was a bit weird. Oh, okay. But yeah, from what I've seen, it looks there's some that are kind of what is their version of like FIFA's Ultimate Team, which Ultimate I'm never going to get because I understand the basic I understand the basic rules of American football, but as soon as you start getting into like the actual play of the game and where to stand and which play to call and stuff, I've got no idea. I just throw the ball and see what happens type thing. So I'm not going to get them, but yeah, it was enjoyable enough. Looks quite good. But they do need. I noticed like FIFA got the upgrade to the Frostbite engine. I think yeah. NFL. Like I don't know if the latest one did, but if it hasn't, then it could definitely do with it. Cause it looked a bit. Did not look great. Compared to FIFA, it looks nothing like it. And considering they're all wearing helmets, so you don't really have to have the facial kind of <laughs> stuff going on. It just looks a bit ropey. But well, you're still one behind, aren't you? Because you got Madden 17. Yeah, so that's. I mean, I don't know if 17 had it, but the one I played looked a bit. Okay, Iffy that'll part. probably be in the vault soon. Yeah, hopefully, I'll give that a go as well. And then something that you really enjoyed at Gamescom, yeah. For Honor has a closed beta on at the moment, and you managed to get into that. Yeah, played it. I've I've only played it a bit this morning. Uh, the tutorial is exactly what I played at Gamescom. Um, then they kind of went on to some stuff that's to do with like the multiplayer side of it. That's in the beta. That basically, I'm not going to. They're doing something that's like seasons in the game. So when you start the game, you choose uh, which faction you want to fight for out of the knights, the Vikings, or the Samurais. And then once you choose that, you, you're sort of like earning points for that faction, but you can still choose any character you want to actually fight with, but you, you're sort of like set to that faction. And there was details on it in the beta about these like seasons, so like a 10-week season, and the better you do in the game, you'll be able to... There's like areas on the map, and you kind of fill them with different 
soldiers and things that you unlock and then they battle each other and then it's like all done in the background the more whichever faction's got the most people built up in that area wins and you get rewards in games and things so that's quite cool if you're gonna play it I don't know if I play it for that long a 10 week season but and then it like the map will change so if you say that your faction wins like that season the next time you go to that map the map will slightly be different like the aesthetics like it'll have samurai flags hanging instead oh, of cool. whatever's there so different things but that, yeah it looked quite cool but I, I just finished at that point when he was kind of describing all that but looking forward to it the, the big thing for me is just the replayability like what's this I don't know much about the single player that's going to be a big thing how long the single player campaign is <laughs> um, do we know when it's out? Uh, Valentine's Day oh okay not long at all then no wow okay cool you played anything else? Uh, the fall it's a pretty it's weird because I've seen some people on TA like you know when you can score your games after you've finished yeah. playing some people seem to really hate uh, rate it highly I thought it was boring but I'd not, I, I was obviously playing it for the quick score that it's got and using a guide so I wasn't maybe there's something in the story and the puzzles you know if you go through and actually play it properly and discover like the solutions to the puzzles you might get more out of it I just blasted through it so I Okay. Obviously, didn't play it properly. <laughs> okay, for like one two, hour, two hour completion, yeah. And uh, I've had it. I need to start getting rid of. So I keep buying during these easy games. Are paying. I see them all. My yeah. friend feed people popping them. I'm like, right, I'll buy that, and then I just leave it on the console, thinking I'm not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> but needs must when you when you. I think I was I'm at like minus four hundred or something on. Monday or Tuesday this week for GTC. Yeah, no, you were, yeah. yeah. And, and people like, you better right get your finger out. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so we're, we look like we're going to be safe, our team, this week. Um, Jack, you played some old... Speaking of getting safe, you played some old stuff. Yeah, I played um, Defence Group 2. So this was on the evening where Dave and I were <laughs> trying to dig us out of the hole. Okay. So there's a couple of really easy achievements on that. If you haven't played Defence Group before, if you play the first level on it, you'll pop about 12 achievements in one go. Wow. Which is insane. Um, but there are levels called Super Grinders, and it's a tower defence game, oh. and you've just got to get for 100 waves. And that is all fine. I did the Super Grinder, then moved on to the Normal Grinder. But I accepted a... Um, I tried to play a multiplayer game, and it does the whole Xbox thing where it queues up the game and allows you to go off into the single player and then pops up and says oh we found a game do you want to join it right. and it popped up part way through the grinder and then didn't end it for me so I couldn't get the achievement in that mode after 25 minutes of effort oh. which was a bit annoying but that means I've got that achievement for this week so it's not the end of the world nice. um, then I jump back onto Rare Replay as well has a lot of achievements. Yeah, it has a lot of achievements and a lot of high scoring achievements as well. Yeah. A lot of people have played it once and never again. Well, it was very cheap, wasn't it? And it has a mm. it also has a huge nostalgia factor, but people are unlikely to have played a lot of the games. Like mm. I remember I've probably played a quarter of the games in the collection before when they originally came out and I didn't really have much um desire to go and play a lot of the other ones. Um, I think a lot of it is you remember things yeah. kind of better yeah, than they were. Glasses. Yeah. So I've gone back to some stuff and thought, oh, this was amazing. I used to love this as a kid. And then I've gone, nah, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back to Call of Duty or Battlefield. Yes, I agree. Um, so, the, yeah, there's a load of cheap and easy gamer score mm. and TA, well, TA for sure on um, on Rare Replay, so if you need score, check it out. Uh, I have played the Turing Test, so I started this before Christmas. I played another, maybe four or five chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm up to like chapter six now, I think. Uh, the puzzles have got some of them have got much harder, but some of them um, are relatively straightforward, which is good. I am using a guide as soon as I get stuck because I don't really. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> but I'm listening to the story stuff all the way through because um, that's really interesting. The the computer uh, that's talking to you all the way through is, is already starting to get a bit moody. <laughs> so you can see something's in the works. Um, plus, there's loads of people that you're trying to find that are just not there. It's it's quite like spooky. But all the way through, you're just doing constant puzzles all the time. 
who built this stupid ship in the first place, um, which is just full of puzzles. So uh, that's quite cool. And then I've started Numa, um, which again is actually by the same guys because there's a cool little Easter egg in the chewing test where one of the secret achievements um, unlocks the first stage of Numa within the game. Okay. So I went back and thought, actually, I remember I've got that. Um, did it go games with gold? You I think did. it did. So, yeah. I think it did. That's why I've got it because I don't think I'd have bought it otherwise. But that's quite cool. I remember playing that back at um, Gamescom a couple of years ago, chatting to one of the developers as I was playing it, and he was explaining quite a lot of the functionality and how it works. Uh, but that's a great game. There's loads of really cool puzzles in there that are quite easy to work out, but quite clever at the same time. Uh, so that's that was a lot of fun too. Uh, I've rattled off maybe 600 in that, and mm. I've got the rest to play next week because I didn't want to waste all my easy games. Uh, in one hit. Uh, is that it from what we've been playing? Yeah, I think so. I know it's okay. played Minecraft. Oh, yes. Yeah. So after I bought it last week, <laughs> do you remember I said it was on sale for $6 or something? Or £6 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought it and then I had a look at one of the title update um, achievements and it had a little guide to get a wo- which had a world in it for like jumping on a pig or falling on a pig yeah, or something. Yeah. So I downloaded that world, and then I had literally no idea what to do. So I haven't got a controller plugged in, and I didn't know how to move my character, didn't know how to access the inventory. (laughs) And every time I pressed the wrong button, I'd muck up the world, so it couldn't be used for uh, achievement anymore. So I've got eight versions of that world that I've had to re-download and then start from again while I've worked out what the controls are, and I still don't really know. I still don't really know. I'm going to plug my Xbox controller. WSD to move. And yeah, no, I've, 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 got, I've got the basics yeah, now, but I've just been, like sorry. inventory management and all that stuff was just like... Um, You'll have to jump in with me at weekend. So I, there's a friend I know who, who was trying to get to, I think it was 200,000 gamer score, and she was like getting there, but not quick enough. So she jumped in Minecraft with me, and we got 3,000 TA in about 25 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will definitely do that. Maybe we can do that um, <laughs> really easy. on Sunday after this week's GTSC. Because, yeah, I just... Because I was wandering around the, the like default world, and I was yeah. looking at the normal achievement <laughs> list. And there were things for like mining iron and making mm. certain things. But I couldn't... And there was one for like punching a tree, <laughs> which I kept. I was just doing forever, and nothing happened. Were I was you, just punching this tree. Were you clicking instead of holding the mouse button? Yeah, because it says to punch, not to... Yeah, you need to just hold the mouse button. Well, I did that as well, and that just that just chopped it down, and then it gave me wood. Not like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It gave me a piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not a... Uh, yeah, that sorry, should yeah. pop the achievement for punching a tree. I didn't enjoy it that much. Yeah, but it didn't. So it was rubbish. So and you um, don't get plus pops on Windows pop. 10. I don't yeah. bloody pop. It's really so annoying. You probably have got that achievement. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So um, anyway, you told me that there's a world that I can download which will make all this stuff easier. But I was trying to, you know, I was just like the first time I played Minecraft, and obviously loads of people rave about Minecraft. So I was quite excited about it. But actually, all it was was just, just wandering around, just digging a hole, and then tr- I got stuck underwater a few times. <laughs> Couldn't yeah, get out of the water, and I figured out you could put put stuff down, so I could build like a little bridge to get out of the water. But I don't know. I don't see the appeal. I don't. I just don't get it. I think it's what you it make of it, isn't it? Yeah. I think yeah, a lot well, of the well, hype comes from a PC version. But. It didn't give me wood, even though it gave me wood. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got a load more achievements than that to get. So maybe Dave can show me how to get wood probably <laughs> another time. Okay, let's move on to regular. Oh, hang on, let's a couple of other housekeeping bits. Um, so we've moved to Beam. Uh, we had one of the questions on the mailbag. How mailbag? How do you like Beam? And I think we've answered that. Uh, we really like it. We're very impressed with it. I think there's a couple of teething problems, but I think the um, streaming app. Beamstream, which is either going to be an app or even caked into the OS, is coming um, to the Xbox One in the next couple of weeks, from what I've heard, at least in the preview program. So that's pretty exciting. So other people can experience Beam too. Uh, but as ever, our one-hour videos will be up on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, and you can join us um, next week for five more ID titles that we'll be streaming, uh, including Wells, Kill the Bad Guy, Candleman, Aqua Kitty, UDX, Pixel Heroes, Bite and Magic, 
Bite and Magic, which I, I think there's quite a lot of people excited for, and Knee Deep again, which people are excited mm-hmm. for. Plus, there's a couple left over from this week that we'll try and cram in as well. Um, I think Spheroids has been delayed. Yes, which yes. we were going to do, but um, that's been pushed back. So, oh, there's Doodle God as well and Subterrain. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff. We might do a couple of two-hour sessions next week to because there's just so many games to get through. So um, yeah, check those out. Uh, 3 p.m. UK time every day. Possibly 4 p.m. as well, depending on how many we have to do. We have set up, so you will maybe know if you look on an achievement on TA that there is a panel at the bottom of it that shows linked trophies from True Trophies. So you could see if there wasn't a guide for an achievement um, on TA and there is one on TT, you can easily see that and go over to TT and and use that guide um, for the same achievement slash trophy in the same game. Um, We have push that functionality into true steam this week um which means that there are now steam achievements that are linked to ta games um and while that community is relatively new there's still um something like six thousand solutions that have been written over there um so you may well see guides on games um on ta that do not have guides that you can now easily link to the guide on TSA um, to, to see those. So that's a neat little feature. Um, content update. We are still working on the content update. We've got most of the data coming in nicely now, and we're just making it look pretty on the way out and adding our complicated filtering systems and all that jazz. Uh, that I know I keep saying that it's going to be live, but it will definitely go live next week. Hopefully for all, all three sites, but definitely for TA and True Steam. So... There's going to be a load of funky functionality around that. Very easy to find sale data, um, new content as it goes up on the marketplace, all that sort of jazz. Regular news, Dave. Probably the biggest one this week. February's Games with Gold was announced. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which is available throughout the whole of February on the Xbox One. Then we've got Project Cars from the 16th until the 15th of March which is a game that I, I remember when it came out, it had uh, some handling issues. That a lot oh, of tell me about it. We played it, at, um, we played it at, what was it, the Gadget Show Live? I think I played it at a couple of years ago, and it was a mess. Like, the handling was all <laughs> over the place. I think yeah. it was only on PC at the time, but yeah, yeah. it was a real mess. Well, I, th- I think it's improved now, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I'll, I'll give it a try for free, see where it's at, probably on my son's account, so I don't pop anything in it. If it <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on the Xbox 360, but obviously backwards compatible, we've got Monkey Island 2, Lee Chuck's Revenge, that's from 1st of February to the 15th, and then Star Wars The Force Unleashed and from the 16th to the 28th. And I know that's um, a massive game because that's already been back and pat. I think that one hasn't it. Yes, all three of them went back and pat. Yeah. Um, it's not brilliant. I've played it. It's all I remember right. it being really because well, I, I remember our story got pretty well. I like ended up on Reddit and stuff when it happened, but yeah, when it went maybe, back and pat, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's uh, I think the second one's considerably better than the first one. I thought the first one was a bit flaky. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, games so cool. Free games, get them. I don't know anything about lovers. Do you? No, I th- I th- I, it's been out a while. That one, I've got a feeling we might even have a review for it. Okay, not a hundred percent. Check out the lovers in the dangerous. Yes, we have. We've got an official site dangerous. review. We've got a three and a half out of five. So not bad. Yeah, not bad. not bad for free anyway. We've got the new Xbox One update has gone out to preview members. Or insiders, as they called now. So yes. this kind of brings us on to a lot of questions. One of the big changes is that they've improved the sort of like the dashboard, make things easier to access with one button click. And one of the things that has vanished is the snap functionality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a question from Tarragon on Twitter and he wants to know with Snap being removed from the Xbox One dashboard, are there any plans to update the TA app? Because obviously that was a big selling point of it to get the guides in Snap. Yeah. So um, I hate the expression reached out, but we have reached out to Microsoft um, about this. Uh, As far as we're aware, Snap is not 
coming back. The official statement from Mikey Barrow on Twitter was, um, and I'll quote, we replaced Snap to improve multitasking, reduce memory use, improve overall speed and free up resources going forward for bigger things. Um, that sounds to me like they have no intention of bringing it back at some point. I mean, I was thinking <laughs> uh, that if you had Scorpio, then you in theory had the grunt to probably run two apps side by side or a game and an app side by side without any difficulty. But I imagine that would then require different OS yeah. for Scorpio and uh, mm-hmm. regular Xbox One. So it's it's fair to say that the the dashboard has well it seems to be seems to have got slower. Um, it's never been like really slick. Like you use the PS4 dashboard and it's, it is really slick. Obviously, the Xbox One was trying to do a lot more by allowing two apps to run at the same time, and they must they had to reserve memory for that. Um, having said that our TA app is incredibly light and it seems a real shame that they've pulled effectively one of the most useful features of that which was to be able to have the um, solutions up to the side of the screen while you're playing the game mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm pretty upset that, that, that that's happened there's also n- it's not clear whether there'll be any way to replace that functionality so there are some of the apps that are going to have um, links at the bottom of the guide um to control them for example beam obviously they're going to be able to run beam while they're mm-hmm. um, playing games and i think there's other stuff as well like the music app and stuff uh, i don't actually have the preview build the insider build at the moment so i can't um tell you exactly what's in it but uh, there are videos kicking about um plus as as it's in insider mode should we say there's they will be tweaking it still before it hits the public properly i think one possibility i've seen is pitch in picture yeah, I mean that's been talked about with a while the ago. Progress, there's a little uh, pro, you know, your mm. achievement progress. There's a little yeah. bar that you can put at the book because there was a whole the, the whole thing around the TV that was like a big thing, wasn't it? And they, they yeah, even adjusted like the the sound settings so you could you know tailor it to have your TV loud at one side, you know, your snap tap louder or quieter than the yeah, and you could the Skype bit, while so. you were playing as well. well yeah. A lot of these. You know, it, was, it was a big thing when it was announced the snapping everyone was like wow that's amazing they've done that so it's obviously a big decision that they've come to to pull it they obviously couldn't get the guide as slick as they wanted it without removing that that functionality which is a real shame so I don't know it's early days yet if if we are to update the TA app there's no point doing that unless we're going to be able to do the picture in picture I don't think um, so we're waiting on a response about that at the moment Um if we do switch it, we would need to build it. They've discontinued the platform that we built the original app on. Um, so we would need to build it in UWP, uh, which means we'd lose our achievements, which so be it. I mean, while they were wonderful, they didn't, they don't stop the, they don't add anything to the actual functionality of the app. Um, but I don't think there's much point in us completely rewriting it. If we're not going to be able to have that picture in picture functionality personally, um, cause it's going to be a big undertaking. It will take up quite a lot of development time. So I don't know at the moment. We're in dis- as I say, we're in discussions. I'm waiting for some more details to come back. Um, as regards our achievements, we're going to put a story up today about snapped achievements. Uh, we will try and find a way to not make those discontinued. So if we can adjust the requirements of them, um, we will do so. I don't think we can change the names, so they might sound odd. Um, but I think we can adjust the descriptions and the requirements, but I'm waiting to hear back on that as well. So watch this space. Um, if you want to com- if you haven't if you've got the TA app, you've not completed it and you want to, don't accept the creator's update to your Xbox one until you've got those because they will stop it working unless you've already got the snap ones. Next question or next story. Yeah, so uh, last I think it was a couple of weeks ago we had uh, Battle Three, Battlefield Three, and uh, Bad Company Two. Mm-hmm. Going uh, back and pat. Uh, this week they have been added to the EA Access Vault, Woo. which is pretty awesome. Um, and then they've also promised coming at some point this year, Skate Three, uh, Madden wow. NFL Seventeen. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Dead Space, Ignition, and Zuma's Revenge. And on a side note, they've also confirmed that Mass Effect Andromeda will you'll, you'll get the uh, play first trial on March I'm the 16th. So, excited about that. so you get ten Come hours, on. ten hours of the game. Such a great deal on EA Access. Go get it. 
yeah, it's well worth having. I'm I can't wait for that. Um, cool. Okay, Skate Three. Um, Jack, you love that game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I played its completion. All three of them I've completed. You won't you won't be making much use of that. So, no, I won't, <laughs> won't be using that. But, um, it's good though. Good uh, side uh, step away from the kind of arcadey Tony Hawks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also Simmons um, Revenge. I really enjoyed, but I've. I think I mean that's some there's some really tricky achievements in that game. Yeah, you've got to finish a level in under five seconds, I think. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, one that I skipped over by accident. Uh the Xbox rewards program, they've brought something called free DOM rewards. Um basically gonna be re- rewarding you for playing the free to play games and then spending money within them. So uh, there's a few, obviously, Roblox, Warframe, DC Universe Online, the, the World of Tanks. Um, there's got a few different things you can do, like if you spend $30 on content in free-to-play games, you'll be rewarded with 2,000 credits. If you play, I think it's half an hour, in blocks of half an hour, you'll be entered, in, entered into like a... Uh, Competitions that I get drawn. So there's a few things I link to it. There's quite a few different ways you can earn points, but most of them tend to involve you spending money yeah. to earn, to earn them, money so. to get a little bit, a tiny bit back. Yeah. So unless you play them games, that wouldn't be something I'll be doing. But the draw's not bad if you can just leave like Roblox playing in the background to get your 20 day achievement and oh, get entered no. into a, a draw. There's like a, a 4K TV and all kinds of stuff in there. I shall link to that one. Uh, Square Enix and Marvel have announced a multi-game partnership. So there hasn't been any uh, sort of Marvel games for a little while. There's obviously Guardians of the Galaxy on the way from Telltale, and uh, they've announced that there's going to be the Avengers Project. Not really a great deal of information. There's a trailer on there that you can have a look at. I'll link to that. Uh, obviously, Rich spoke about Dirt Four. Just to confirm, it is coming. To Xbox One on June the 9th. So, yeah, they're on fire. That's the announced, what was it, Micro Machines last week, and that's coming out. Yeah. Soon. And then it's in June. Because we all assumed that you were going to play Micro Machines, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> <Slightly wrong. laughs> Never mind. Nope. A game that I know Jack's sort of like interested in from what he's seen at E3, uh, Prey, the rebooted version. Mm hmm. Is going to be released on May the fifth. Is that one you think you'll pick up, Jack? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, from the footage I've seen, it looks really interesting. It's kind of like Dead Space, but all the enemies can tr- transform into other objects, and it looks a bit <laughs> scarier. <But laughs> it's going to be uh, interesting to see what they've done with it because it is literally a reboot in a totally different direction. Yeah, I don't think any of the story relates to the first at all. No. But it looks quite interesting. There's a new gameplay trailer as well that came with the announcement, so I'll link that. You can check that out. And that's sort of like the biggest news pieces of the week. Cool. Um, let's have some questions. We opened up the mail. Oh, no, sorry. Back compat news. Okay. It's been a relatively quiet week. Yeah, I've only had um, three games come to back compat this week. We had Alice Madness Returns and Shadows of a Damned and Rocket Knight. Okay. Three games I know nothing about. I think Alice is quite well regarded. I remember quite a few people. Yeah. I've got um, Shadow of a Damned on my console. I've played that, but I can't remember it at all. (laughs) I've only got about two achievements in it, but it means I can go back to it on my Xbox One. Play it again. Sure does. Questions? Yep. Matt Cena on Twitter asks. I have completed Witcher 3. Is it worth replaying on the hardest difficulty? No. Is there an achievement for it? If there <laughs> is, then yes. If not, then no. <laughs> no, not, still no. Not a game I've played, but people obviously love it. People saying it's the best <laughs> RPG ever. I'd say, if you enjoyed it, then why not replay it again and give yourself a bit more yeah. of a challenge? If you enjoyed it, I think that's that's a big if. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a game of the. Why don't you play the game of the year edition and stack it? Yeah, good point. That's the answer. Or if you've only played the game of the year, get the original and stack it again. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll play it on PlayStation, buy a P- PlayStation and play it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very cheap. And join True Trophies. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, get it on Steam. No, get it on Steam. Get it on everything. Even buy a PlayStation. <laughs> uh, another question from Tarragon via Twitter. Have you guys reached any decisions about UHH3, Ultimate Head to Head 3? Uh, no, not yet. It will be in my mind in about a month, I would have thought. There's a lot of stuff to get done. Um, But I'm thinking of some sort of league that would be better, a long-running league uh, system. So that's that's my general idea in my head at the moment, but it needs formulating more. Isaac, the shock very cheekily said I know you guys aren't really completionists I, am I don't know what you're saying though. <gasps> <laughs> it's it's percentage is lower than yeah. mine so is it? Just... is it? <laughs> yeah wow you're lower than mine <laughs> is anyone's lower than mine uh, what am I on? I'm 41% I think I've been on 41% forever you must need like about 10,000 achievements to go up 1% at this stage I think yeah <laughs> um yeah, but his question is, uh, I know you guys aren't really completionists, but sometimes you might get a game where you just feel like completing it, even though it sucks to finish. So are there any games where you spend a lot of time and effort boosting out the last few achievements just so you could get the completion? Hmm. Rich? I can't remember anything. <laughs> it probably is. How about Roblox? Yeah, I spent 20 days <laughs> getting that one, the last one. horrible days. In fact, I haven't completed that game, so that's wrong. Because um, I've still got to do those co-op ones. Almost you did ones. all the uh, stuff in GTA 4 with it, didn't you? That's yeah, no, thing, that's the most... Don't, don't even go there. I'm on 99.8% completion on GTA A4. I got all the pigeons. I went and did all the stunt jumps. I did absolutely everything that you have to do. But there's one random encounter with Eddie... I assume it's Eddie, having looked back at the list, um, that didn't happen, and it won't happen, no matter how long I've driven around the place where he spawns. So I haven't completed GTA 4 because of that, which is really depressing, because, yeah, I spent a good sort of 10 hours going and doing all the pigeons. I really enjoyed the pigeon stuff. It's really <laughs> weird. Like, I quite enjoyed doing the feathers on Assassin's Creed 2. Um, some people hate all that stuff, but they, I don't know. With a decent guide, it's quite, I actually found it quite quite fun just moving around the world um, going to do all that but yeah mainly because I knew that there was a huge TA achievement at the end of it which I didn't get <laughs> it was <just> like really <laughs> um, Peggle 2 I got all the ones for the challenges in that that was quite a quite a long process um, all the optional challenges but it was you know well enjoyable game I love that uh, probably, there's probably loads of them but I can't remember anymore off the top of my head any for you Jack? Um, I remember Project Gotham Racing 3 being a little bit of a grind. I think that was one of the first um, 360 games I played, and then I went back to it a couple of years later to tidy it up um, when they announced the server closures for it. But you've got to complete all of the events with gold medal or platinum medals, I think, um, which was uh, quite terrible to do. <laughs> um, you needed a DLC car, which was free to be able to do some of them easily but I've got tons of stuff sitting around there that I've just I have intentions of finishing but I just need to sync for time in like uh, Infinite Undiscovery there's a one game a score achievement I need in that but involves playing through the game another two times on harder difficulties oh suck that yeah yeah Rare Replay is obviously a massive grind anyway um, Kane and Lynch I've done all the online on all of the versions but I've got to play through the game of a single player which is really boring because I've got to do it co-op and it's uh, local only so that's a two controller setup there's Project Spark as well that was a bit of a grind oh yeah getting people to uh, yeah they announced for server stuff for that and getting 100 downloads of your world within 24 hours that was uh, pain I guess for me the obvious ones would be any of the Forza games I've completed 3, 4, 5 that always end up like grinding like a hundred hours of finishing races after you've done everything else Uh, UFC Undisputed 3 500 online fights Uh, Gears 2 getting to re-upping and getting my wings and 
grinding out however many kills is it 100,000 for seriously 2.0 oh, yeah. the horde mode on that as well <laughs> yeah like doing horde yeah so I, there's quite a few like when I get into a game and I want to complete it I will do it it's just recently with like switching around for reviews and stuff that I kind of sit games down like normally I would try and complete as much as possible in a game if it and if it's hard I'll keep going until I just think I can't do it anymore like I, I, I admit defeat or I'll just keep grinding away but there's loads of, like Fight Night and stuff I've got loads on my oh. Sniper Ghost Warrior the original one I think it was 2,000 kills online in a game that involves people sitting in bushes <laughs> yeah. Wow, let's not let's not go there. <laughs> um, final question. Yeah, last one from Rusty Randolph again over Twitter. Have you thought of adding someone to the podcast who plays RPGs? Uh, yes, actually, uh, I realise that we are very similar in the three of our play styles and the stuff we play. So um, I have spoken to Mark, who was on our end of year roundup who does have experience in rpgs loves all things uh really so yeah hopefully mark will become a semi-regular guest on the show to um mix it up a bit and talk about some of the games that we don't or the three of us don't talk about very often um so hopefully that will start from next week but um watch this space okay and that's it for my bulging sack this week <laughs> good stuff <laughs> Uh, new achievement list. We've had quite a few. Yeah, we have. So we've had a couple of AAAs. We've had Resident Evil 7, 37 achievements. That's the biggest title of this week. And then there was Resident Evil 7 Grotesque version, which um, is a Japanese-only release. It's just an uncensored version, but it's stackable. So is the UK one censored then? Uh, the UK one, I don't think it's censored, but if you buy the... If you use the link in Japan to buy the one that's on the UK marketplace, it'll be the censored version, if that makes sense. So if I buy it from here, it'd be uncensored. But if the Japanese person buys it, it'd be censored, unless they buy the grotesque version. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> right, um, okay. So basically what you're saying is there's two versions available in Japan. Yeah, there's two, uh, there's two versions available in Japan, yeah, but... Um, you can also buy if you've got a Japanese credit card. Um, I've got to yeah, get mine out one as well. Yeah. <laughs> I've got five of them. Uh, have we got a Japanese <laughs> uh, company card? We can all buy that. On. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same achievement list, though. So if you played the first one and loved it, do you want to play it again? You can pick that up. Uh, uh, it's fair to say the reviews have been spectacular for this game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if you like, but also back to um, the terrifying nature of um the early games so if you are into your horror games check out resi 7 have you not thought about picking it up on a playstation vr no I, i've saw a video of some bloke lying on the floor in a like a <laughs> fetal position with a vr headset on playing it i was like there's no way i'm doing that anyway, i don't like scary things at the best of times imagine the vr world with resi 7 in it i'd oh, bleh, bleh. i'd um i don't think my heart would take it <laughs> okay so after that we had Tower Fall Ascension which we played earlier this week and you can catch the video for on YouTube um, it's worth noting that game initially scanned with a load of zero point achievements Yeah. at the end of it and the um, scores have now been attributed to those oh okay yeah so that is a DLC pack with six achievements for 500 gamer score wow yeah which isn't bad how much is the DLC though we don't know uh, the DLC is 10 bucks what? So the game, I think, is fifteen bucks. The DLC is ten bucks. So it's I think I read in English it was like twelve and eight, which is <laughs> twenty quid is a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. But then up after that we have Pixel Heroes, Bison and Magic with fifty-five achievements. Next week. Mm-hmm. Then eighty-eight heroes with thirty-six achievements, and all of the achievements are related in some way to 88 so you've got like 8,888 points die oh, 88 times game, yeah. I remember mm. seeing this. which is quite interesting and then earlier today we just had Uncanny Valley scan with 12 achievements okay um, don't know too much about that one yeah we've had uh, one new well apart from the Tower 4 DLC we've had a uh, title update hit for Overwatch which is the year of the rooster event for Chinese New Year 
that's got two achievements for 30 gamer score and it adds a capture for flag mode to the game cool okay new releases uh we have so there's a load of stuff today doodle god uh ultimate edition subterrain and the sun and moon uh which one are we streaming today uh sun and moon sun and moon okay cool uh and then we have next week in fact we just heard from id about the stuff that's coming next week uh so on monday we have wells mm-hmm. on tuesday we have kill the bad guy on wednesday we have candleman and then next friday we have aqua aqua kitty udx pixel heroes by magic and knee deep all coming at once uh we will add those to our release calendar because they're not on there at the moment um is that it for new releases? Let me just check. Uh, Kill the bad guy we already had. Candleman is there. And then next Friday, yeah, as well as that, we have Gimme 5, which was supposed to be coming out in December. We did the achievement reveal for it. Uh, and it's now coming out on the 3rd of Feb. Mm-hmm. We've had it confirmed from the developer. So um, lots of ID stuff uh, coming out in uh next week and then finally in february we've got some do we have some big titles coming yeah we've got four on in as dave mentioned on the 14th of feb um ride 2 finally hits the us on the same day uh sniper elite 4 uh which i believe might be an id title this yeah, year it is it's okay which is interesting and then the following week we've got halo wars um 2 and the definitive edition of halo wars so getting some AAA stuff as well as... Um, oh, and LEGO Worlds, um, as well as the ID stuff in Feb. So it should be a good month. By the Did you say LEGO Worlds is a bit different than like the normal? Yeah, it's more of a GTA style. Uh, <laughs> LEGO GTA. That yeah. Feels already. I get that, I go. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. Um, I'll see if we can go and, um, go and see that in advance. Fantastic. Okay, thank you, guys. Any other business? No, I think that's it. Cool. Okay, we will see you next week when hopefully we will also have Mark on the show. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.